Hello everyone, welcome. Welcome to the podcast that is the High on Soccer podcast with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy. And he likes Chelsea, which I'll, I'll be honest, is the worst thing about him. Jorge Martinez, say hello. Yo, that's the worst thing about me, so that's how you know there's like nothing bad about me. He's okay, guys. He's okay. <laughs> Jorge's an okay guy. But Jorge, bro. What's going on, brother? You know, we do this podcast because we love soccer, right? We do, because we're high on soccer. We're high on soccer, literally. Um, and so many big games happened this weekend, just like every single week. And I always love talking about it with you because you have a nice perspective, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. You do as well. Thank you. Friend. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, with that, bro, where do you want to get started? Saturday games? Alright, yeah, let's let's start with Saturday. Let's get going there. Let's do it with you know Gabs and Jules style. Quick hits. The quick hits. hits. I love those guys. Those guys are hilarious. <laughs> those guys are hilarious. Um let's start with Saturday. Arsenal beating down my team, Manchester United, uh three to one. Uh Cristiano Ronaldo, the only guy to get on the score sheet. The only him and De Gea having the only decent seasons in Manchester United. Um, Granit Xhaka well, scoring an absolute banger. Yeah, he did score an absolute banger. Like, no Man United player even expected that. He just, you know, I don't know. He just had a bunch of space, man. Hits it with his left foot. De Gea has no mm-hmm. chance. Uh, jumping to his left. Bro, bummer. Fernandez missing a PK. Huge game could have gone the other way after that. That you know, you never know. Dude, uh, or I'm done just... with this whole idea that Bruno is like a genuinely great player. You don't think he's good? I don't know, bro. I don't think so. I think. Bro, your whole team sucks. Bro, I agree. I just don't think Bruno is. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we don't no, talk no, about no, Bruno. No, no. no. <laughs> For our Encanto fans out there, um, Bruno, like. Last season, he had a great season, a lot of penalties, but I just feel like if he isn't the focal point, which in this case, this team isn't because it's centered around Ronaldo, uh-huh. I just don't see him um, being efficient with the chances he's given, making the right passes, making the right runs. He just feels lost um, because that freedom can only be given to one player, and in this case, it's Ronaldo, right? I guess so, yeah. yeah and I know true. we've seen... Bruno be successful on the national team um, with you know Ronaldo recently but that was only like one game against Turkey so I just I don't know where Bruno fits in on this Man United team right now as it is constructed but obviously with Ten Hag coming in um, it's going to make a big difference yeah I think uh, it's going to be interesting with Ten Hag hopefully when he gets gives in. Uh, a plan organization and I don't know where Ronaldo goes but as far as Arsenal I gotta give them their credit because they deserve the credit. They are a very young team. You know, they weren't doing well at the very beginning of the season, but now they're just, they're, to me, they're the team that's gonna be fourth in this top four race. Yeah, they certainly seem like they're out of all the ones, all the teams that were in this top four race, that they are the most uh, consistent, I guess. Uh, relatively consistent, because they've, they've, they've had their dips in form. They have, but uh, what is Mike Mikel Arteta? Mikel Arteta, yeah. 
I think he's actually a decent, more than a decent coach. Um, he's still a young coach, so it's still early. With a young team. Yeah, so it's a, I, I know, I've, I've, you know, we've all given him a little something. But in all honesty, he's not a bad coach. He was a pretty good player in his day. I do remember watching him for Arsenal and Everton. And, you know, he was under Pep for quite some time. So he has a good upbringing. Uh, and he's, he's been coached by... You know, some great minds like Arsene Wenger as well. So, you know, working under Pep, like, he's, he gets that first-hand experience. So he's not just some dud. You know, but he's he's learning. He's he's still a young, youngish coach. You know, young actually young coach. Like I said, I just wa- I watched him play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but he's doing a good job. We'll see if he's given him more money, uh, more freedom to invest. Maybe things happen. Because, I mean, uh, they don't even got, a, like, a, like, a striker right now. Yeah, not officially, but they're doing quite well. Odegaard going there has been a, a good signing for them. Yeah, he but has. enough about Arsenal. Definitely enough of Manchester United. Moving on to the other side of Manchester, where City beat down Watford to continue um, the pursuit of that Premier League title. Dude, so... 5-1. Gabriel Jesus gets linked to Arsenal, and all of a sudden he becomes Aguero. I think he got... I think he took that personally. He took it personally. I think he's like, uh, I can be Manchester City's striker. Like, yeah. I don't want to go downgrade to Arsenal. To Arsenal? Oh, man. Like, what a show. He just scores four just like that. Where has he been? Well, I mean, when and, he's been given that, like, yeah. like the more free role, I guess you can say he's, he's had better opportunities. Well, he was... It, it's He scored a lot before in the past. You know, before uh, when he would play like as a like coming off the bench for Aguero or as his uh, replacement when Aguero was injured, because he would play as number nine. Uh, but you know, yeah. Well, good, good for Gabriel Jesus. You are now going to be more expensive. Therefore, Arsenal may <laughs> not be able to pay for you. So. Hopefully yeah, that helps your case. Yeah, good for him. What a performance. What a, but the goal of that match was Rodri's banger. Oh, man. Brings it down with his chest and then just hits the sweet volley. Yeah. Well, Rodri, bro, Rodri has, like, a surprising... He has Cosmato vibes. Yeah, kind of. I can see it. Do you think? Yeah. No, no, I agree. He's a similar type of profile player, but I would say he's maybe even a little bit better with the ball at his feet. Well, yeah, I agree. With the ball at his feet, I think he's a little better, but he also, same scoring. Casimiro sometimes out of nowhere. Yeah. Pulls you know, off those I would volleys. say, like, Casimiro or Rod- Rodri is, like, a little bit of Casimiro and Busquets. More mm. of the Casimiro role, but he has the same, like, passing abilities as Busquets. Oh, interesting comparison right there. Well, moving on to another letdown for Tottenham Hotspur tying against Brentford. Nil-nil doesn't help their case uh, in their top four pursuit because they are two points behind Arsenal with 58. And, you know, Conte is now rumored to be offering himself to PSG now that that Poach is going to be sacked. So I don't know what's up with Conte being kind of like a traitor to all the clubs he's ever been to. but uh, he's, He's just like a... I guess that's why PSG makes sense, right? <laughs> that In a way. He's yeah. going to implode there or fix it. I don't know. Well, Conte is a, a two-year job kind of guy, right? Yeah. But he probably does want a club like PSG. You know, I'm sure he'd much rather come train a... But aren't they going to sell the team? 
Well, yeah, supposedly. Well, I mean, let's jump is, to yeah, that. So. Let's jump, since we're done with Premier League real quick, on Saturday at least, because we got a lot of talked about on Sunday. Uh, moving on to PSG, who actually, in this game, played a 1-1 draw against Lens, where Messi scored a banger, of course. A banger. Like a normal Messi-like banger. But they get a tie, they and that's draw. what wins them the title? Bruh, like that is so PSG. This like, whole season, has, they've just been underwhelming. Dude, their whole fans didn't even celebrate with them. Yeah, they, the ultras walked out. They left. Like, how they ridiculous. No. Uh, unbelievable. I don't I don't understand PSG. I'm currently wearing their jersey because I think it looks cool. But that's about it, man. To me, they're like a nice fashion thing. Like, yeah, they're becoming an arsenal. <laughs> It, it's super disappointing. Um, well, they're becoming a brand. They're a fashion brand. Did you see that video of like the PSG uh, locker room celebrating and stuff with the champagne and whatnot? Oh like, no, I did it. Like, I don't know. Messi's sitting down, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoo hoo. He's smiling, like, I've won way more titles than the, I only scored four goals all season. Damn. Farmers League. Um, moving on to another. Not Farmers League, but Development League, where this team does not lose at all. Der Klassiker. Der Klassiker. Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund, and Bayern once again. Dude. Three to one, bro. Like, Dortmund should be embarrassed of how many times they've lost to Bayern. They can't get over the hump, man. I mean... Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, the quality is just so vast, I, I I guess, you know. And here I was a few weeks ago arguing that they were, they were still in it, and... Dude, when you said that, I I, I was like, there's no chance. Myron, Myron's going to get it. It's because... 11 straight like, titles. 11 like, straight. It's mathematically possible. It can happen. Uh, I was wrong. I mean, I, I was right about it being mathematically possible, but as Dude. we know, it, it didn't matter. It was only a question of, of line. This is the Bayern's Liga, and Bayern's for whatever League. reason, the Bundesliga is very popular. Um, it, uh, you know, it's competitive, but everyone knows who's going to get the championship at the yeah, very end of the year. That's it's why Bayern. it's a good place to go develop and learn fundamentals because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, a still an underwhelming season for Bayern Standard because I think this so. is their only trophy yeah. um, that they will have. Um, now I want to mention one more game because it matters as l- for the Serie A race. Internazionale win three to one against Roma, against Mourinho, Roma, and bro, did you see the ovation they gave him? Oh man, dude. They love Mourinho. I mean, they he brought do. him a trouble, so it makes sense, right? I get that, yeah. man. I, <laughs> I agree with it. Yeah, it's like, I, I get that. Can you boo a guy that brought you to trouble? No. I don't think so, he can't. right? No, no. He's always going to be, like, a legend in their eyes. Well, th- this game was super important because Roma are chasing top four position, uh, so this would have put them five points away from Juventus at number four. But this is also super important with Inter because... Right now, they are in second with two points behind and a game in hand. So they need to win every Dude. single game just as much as AC Milan does. So this Serie A race is getting super tight. It's getting, it's getting heated. And I'm, I'm really excited because that, that's going to show that maybe Italian soccer has something to fight. 
yeah, and yeah, world know, that's, soccer. That's what I want. I want to see, uh, you know, Italian soccer being competitive once again. And it looks like it is. You know, now you have teams winning. When you have multiple teams competing for the title, winning the league, you have multiple teams possibly going into Europe, different teams, and it's like rotating, right? So that money is getting passed around, I guess you can say, right? It's, it's become, it's starting to get distributed to, you know, multiple parties instead of just going to one one party always or, or you know, just how one party being favorable. And then now, you know, if I, if I look, if I'm being linked to Juve, Inter, or Milan, I'm gonna have to really sit there and think about it. Yeah, because they're competing in Champions League. They're, you know, competing for mm-hmm. their title domestically, and overall they have pretty good players. So yeah, and then those are three clubs with bad. a lot of uh, heritage in Italy mm-hmm. that, or you know, were once at the pinnacle of European football or world football, I should say. Agreed, because this team on the other side of Milan, wearing the red and black, AC Milan, dude, they barely win. In the 92nd minute, and guess who gave him the assist for Sandro Tonali? Who? Zlatan Ibrahimovic, the, the man. 40-year-old, gets his uh, head on it, puts it on the ground, passes it to Tonali with like a poke in, and it was so dramatic because had AC Milan tied this game, they would be, I believe, equal on points with the game behind. On Inter. Dang. So that would make the race so freaking tight. This helps them because they're two points ahead. And Lazio is not a bad team. In no, not, not by any means. You know, there ain't, ain't no scrubs. There are no scrubs. And AC Milan is trying to get their first title. I'm rooting for them. Your boy Giroud gets on the score sheet as well. Are you surprised? <laughs> No, no. He's on the team I'm rooting for for the title, bro. So, you know, I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. Um, But elsewhere in the Serie A on Sunday, Napoli, bro, they lost their chances to be in it. Empoli win 3-2. That was it for them, in my opinion. They're now, what is it? They're now 67 points, five points away from Inter you know, in this title race. The chances that they had, they've blown them. Insigne will come to the MLS without a Scudetto. I know. It's sad to see. You really thought maybe this could be the opportunity for him to finally win it. And it certainly was, but key points dropped in key games at key times and, and that's that's exactly what it is. There was just there was games that just absolutely could not have been lost and they were. Or points could not have been dropped. And they were against what you would say are smaller sides. Like Empoli. Yeah. Like Empoli, exactly. So it's... It's it's uh, it's disappointing. But, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. He, maybe he can come here in Toronto and win some championships, but uh, it's, it's going to be a little while because LAFC is number one. <laughs> You're absolutely right, bro. Uh, LAFC is number one. Check out our page, Just LAFC, if you're interested in MLS Club LAFC. Uh, <laughs> just throwing out there. Just LAFC. Yeah. For the fans. By the fans. Exactly. And moving on, back to the Prem, where this title race heats up because, as you know, Man City did win their game, so they're still ahead. But Liverpool, in the Merseyside Derby... Man. Like... Beat okay, they beat Everton two to nil in what was probably one of the most boring games of the season. 
85% possession for uh-huh. Liverpool. What the hell is that about, man? Yeah, man. So, uh, Liverpool, or, I mean, Everton just sat back and... They sat took it, man. Back. Yeah. They didn't care. They were full-on atletico. Uh-huh. 82% position. Apologies. And, well, what else can we say besides Liverpool are, even if they win every single game for the remaining uh, of the season, they will still lose to Manchester City if Man City do not give up a point. So, crazy. But Dude, that's insane. They are delivering. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Clutch Origi. Clutch Origi, yeah. Uh, I know... Doesn't that guy score only 90-minute goals or, like, the most clutchest goals at the very end? I yeah. never hear of him. Only only, only when he scores, like, nine, like he's just not existent. Would you call him the chicharito of today? Dude, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He I might mean, even I think be he's like a little one. better. Yeah, but, he might be able to, yeah, I think so, like, a different level. Like, yeah, uh, but that type of player, the clutch gene is in him, you know? He just knows where to be, how to, he's just... I don't know, dude. It's just insane. I don't understand. But, yeah, he's just got that clutch gene, as you say. Yeah. And clutch gene it is. And Liverpool move on. And Salah. Maybe still trying to become the best player in the world. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, elsewhere in the Premier League, Chelsea, your boy, Christian Pulisic, our boy. Captain America. Wins it at the very end. 90th minute goal. in the USA. Born in the USA. (laughs) Captain America, the LeBron James of soccer. The LeBron James of soccer. And I'm not sure if you guys saw this. Probably didn't. I know you didn't, Dylan. Uh, No way I saw a Chelsea game. No, no, no. no. So the Chelsea... Official Chelsea page actually posted a picture of Pulisic, um, and the caption was, The LeBron James of soccer. Did they really yes, do that? Yes, dude. The official Chelsea... The official Chelsea page, yeah. It was... It was oh, man, it was the best. Damn, Hilarious. they bought into the bit, the meme. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the LeBron James of soccer. Dude, I love that. I love it, too. <laughs> I love it because the thing is, too... A lot of people in Europe know who LeBron James is. Right. Like, he's huge because, I mean, basketball basketball here in the U.S. is pretty much what soccer is in Europe. Agreed. Like, it's, you know, it's it's on that level, but here in the U.S. So, they, like, you know, they, all those, like, the pro basketball players in Europe, they're trying to come over here. So, like, they all know who he is. So, like, I, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty funny. But yep. I, w- I would mm-hmm. say, yes, Pulisic is the LeBron James of soccer. The only thing I don't like about that comparison is that LeBron represents Liverpool because he is a shareholder in Liverpool. Oh, that's right. But, and Chelsea is not. But I want to see him in a Liverpool kit. I don't know. Ooh. I just think under Klopp, he'd be better. Just saying. Yeah, just just saying. because he's played under Klopp, that's why. But he's played under Tuchel before. Not ever going to play him in his natural position, which Klopp would. Well, not here in this formation. It's, we'll see how things change. Things can change. Well, yeah, Lukaku sucks. That much is clear. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on that to... I can tell you, yes. <laughs> moving on to the podcast is uh, low-key team, at least mine. Barcelona lose... For the third straight time to at Rayo. home to Rayo Vallecano, and if you can remember, this exact same score happened 
back, and I think it was in October when, when Coleman was there. Scored the goal against them, I believe. Yeah. Was it El Tigre? La- last time around, not this time. Oh, I know. It was out last time. Let me yeah, see, right? Let me last see. time. I have to see now. I think so, bro. It was back on October 27th. Loading. El Tigre Radmael Falcao. You're right, bro. So, Barcelona El lost tigre. twice. <laughs> in one season, they two. got the double over team. them. They did, and Rayo Vallecano not a good team. <laughs> not really a good team. They're currently in eleventh. I mean, not great, not terrible, but not good no, either. No, definitely nothing crazy. And um, well, that's another. Like I mentioned, third straight loss at home, big deal for Dude, Xavi. Look, yeah, Dest like, being the primary reason he, bro, he should have been there. You think so? Yeah, he should have been there. I guess. He could have been better. He could have. He should have done better. He should have done better, bro. Um, but he came off injured, too, so that's a huge blow. It is a huge blow. that means his season's over, and that's his... That's going to be Xavi's uh, last uh, memory of Dest on the field. I have a bad feeling about this I summer. honestly have a bad feeling about this, too. I, I don't feel good. Like, they've had their run-ins before. I just think you mentioned it. This is... Xavi's last memory and I think he could definitely use whatever he can get out of the money from Dest to get what he wants mm-hmm. So, but hey Dest has some good options hopefully that Bayern rumor comes up again but Jorge I'm sorry but I forgot to mention that there was a cup final this weekend oh yes there was and I would like to agree, well I'll just say it Copa del Rey Real Betis versus Valencia and Jorge over here is a Betis fan low key low key they got cool jerseys they're okay the jerseys the Kappa jerseys the Betis Kappa jerseys oh man they're fire I, I don't know why I don't have any yet but they're just pff, next level always and even like their new jerseys are cool mm. but there's a lot a lot to say about this um about this particular win because the last time this uh, this team was in the final and won it was in 2005 where then younger Joaquin won the trophy dude Joaquin how and he's, he's like 40 isn't he's he he's 40 he left won it with Valencia of all teams of all teams and then who, who did he play against Valencia yeah. and now he he won it again with with Real with Betis so just El Eterno, you know, just wow, what what a game. Mm-hmm. What it was, and let me tell you, it was a game. It went all the way to PKs. Unfortunately, our boy Yunus Musa. Skies is penalty, it, man. And it's the only, he's the only one to miss. No saves made. Just Yunus Musa skying it. It was sad to see, but he's young. He Look, he's young. We always have to say Chip, it for you know, any kind of player. A penalty shootout in a final is a big deal. It's a big deal, and it doesn't it's, prove anything. It doesn't prove anything. Uh, it's just you're stuck in a moment, you know, and sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And for this, for Musa being very young, I hope it doesn't affect his his mentality because the fact that you're in a final, playing in the final, like you got mm-hmm. to the final, you're playing in the That's final, huge. and you've gotten to the penalty shootout, and yes, it wasn't in your favor this time, but now you've had that experience of of lot, like you you lost, mm-hmm. and you're gonna prepare more or work harder, and this is only gonna help him you going can't, forward. You can only come up from there. You can mm-hmm. only go up. 
I completely, you know, I, it would. It's a bummer for Valencia to not get it for Musa, yeah, our American case, but Real Betis takes it. The Copa del Rey for Joaquin winning it back. Cuadrado still in the squad, and I guess Diego Lainez just because he's there. Just some <laughs> Concacaf players. Hey, hey, but, uh, Guardado sunk his PK. Yeah, but so he got minutes. Guardado does good. Guardado does Guardado things. He sits hey, on the bench and just walks around. Two Mexicans he's too old have now, already lifted saying. trophies this season. Eric Gutierrez with PSV and Guardado with uh, Real Betis. Guardado's impact on Betis was like hardly what it's been. Dude, written, what are you talking you know, about? Impact. He's like their best player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he yeah. just played quite a bit. Uh, he's not their best player, I wouldn't say, but I mean, they they got other. Dude, they got. Betis, I think, has some decent players. They got Agreed. Fakir, uh, they got Canales. Like those are some good, good players. You know, Borja, Borja Iglesias isn't the greatest, <laughs> but dude, he scored a power, a powerful header. So I mean, they got some decent players. Yeah. Well, Jorge, I think that just about sums up everything I wrote down uh, for this past week. Do you have anything else you'd like to mention? Uh, yeah, yesterday we also saw, no, I mean, not, no, we, we, we pretty much covered it all. <laughs> I was just, I was stalling. <laughs> Jorge, <laughs> the prepared one. Obviously, <laughs> I like to tweet it. No, uh, everything that we mainly wanted to talk about, we pretty much covered. Inter Miami actually got one over uh, Atlanta. Well, if you keep up with MLS like we do, that's hey, that's a big, that's a big thing. That's a big win for them. Yeah. But Atlanta, I feel like hasn't been the mm-hmm. best as of late. You know, lost to Charlotte as well. Yeah, but dude, do you know who scored for the winning goal for you uh, for no. uh, Inter? Who? My, uh, it was a uh, Bryce Duke. Bryce Duke. Bryce Duke. Yeah. Oh, LAFC Academy product. Well, Bryce no, Duke. He was, he was a he was actually from the Barca Academy. Really? In Arizona. <laughs> In Arizona, it doesn't count. No, but count. it's it's from like the Barca. It's like the official Barca Academy in Arizona. I mean, but all right, it's like all right. I'll give you like, credit, Bryce Duke, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. But he scored the goal. Uh, Campagna set him up for for a tap in. But hey, that's his. I think. I don't know if it's. I didn't follow up on this, but during the game they said or they they put out a set that that was his first uh, MLS goal. So I don't mm. remember. I thought he had scored one before. Maybe a cup game, maybe, bro. Maybe it was a cup game where he had scored before. I know he scored with Las Vegas before. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because I remember that was his first official pro goal. But, mm. yeah, uh, good good for the Miami. Hopefully they can turn things around because they have had a horrendous season. Uh, now we have uh, Yedlin captaining the club and not Iguain. So, hey, that, that could be That just thing. makes sense. Me. Yeah, and then real quick, you know, New York winning 3-0 over Orlando. So that was interesting because, you know, New York not necessarily the greatest. But I guess they, uh, you know, they got one over on uh, Orlando. And, uh, dude, uh, New York, Toronto, what a thriller. Tati Castellanos, what a player. Dude, he's oh been scoring, goodness. like, in every single he's, game. I'm, I'm excited for that game, bro. Against uh, New York City FC, yeah, yeah, LAFC versus New York City FC. Oh man, I, I'm excited for that game. Yep, that game is gonna be an absolute banger of a match. That's gonna be the final right there, bro, of the MLS Cup. Well, at this rate, New York hasn't been playing that well, you know, domestic or like in MLS, have they? Yeah, we'll, we'll they see. They lost some early games. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see how things go, but I think they still got a, they're still, um, they still got an outside shot or a shot, not an outside shot at the MLS Cup. I mean, it's going to LAFC. It's going to LFC. If you didn't know, we're LFC fans. Um, <laughs> quite, quite obvious. All right. Well, for me, that sums it up. Um, we hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast, and we look forward to talking to you, or yeah, talking to you very, very soon. And see you guys later. Yeah, there, guys.